0: Welcome to C3 Church, Queens Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. So powerful to declare truths. So powerful to declare them into the atmosphere. Because there's so much going on around us, the Bible says, that you don't see. One of the, one of the prayers of the Old Testament, Elisha, an amazing prophet, and, and, and he says, Lord, see my servant, who was freaking out because there was an army around him. He said, Lord, open his eyes so he can see. So whether we can't see what's going on, we know there is an unseen world. and the unseen world, sometimes the Bible says there are elements of it who, who are our adversaries. They're there to rob us, to cheat us, and to steal us. Sorry, bear with me. I'm right. Uh, of, of God's promises. And so that's a fighting song, the song we sing. In fact, most of the, all of the songs we sing are fighting songs because we're declaring into that unseen world God's truths. But some are more fighting than others. Isn't it great to claim the promises of God to say those chains that that unseen world would look to put upon us are broken in the name of Jesus. And there is no one else we can go to to see those chains broken. There's no one else we can go to who can push aside and break the lies and the deceptions because we remember that adversary is powerless, that we have the victory, we walk in that victory, and their main strategy is to to cause us to doubt and to bring things in our lives that challenge our faith. But we're called to be fighters. And God has won the victory for us. And we fight back with our faith. We fight back with the declarations that come from, I'm going to hold this up again, come from the Word of God. We're not fighting. We're not moving in our own strength, in our own wisdom. Doesn't matter. It's what's inside that matters. We're coming with God's strength and God's authority. And I want to speak this morning, um, it, it might come across as something big. I don't want you to walk away with that. I actually want you to walk away with something that's, that's really simple and easy, a little tweaking. Don't worry, about it, It's fine. Thank you. Uh, with, with something that's easy and simple. What I, what I want to encourage you to do is to add into your prayer life or to add into your daily routine with God speaking the word of God aloud because we have a western tradition we we come out of the you know a Greek type heritage and they're very cerebral very intellectual and if I'm not careful I can live my whole walk with God silent because I can pray see I'm praying I'm praising God on the inside you've heard me say this before Um, and and I, I can read the word of God and again it's it's going into my heart, it's good. It's going into my head, it's good. But God wants us to put it in our mouth and also declare it out. So one of the things I've started doing is actually speaking aloud what I read. And sometimes as I'm sitting reading my Bible, some verse will jump out at me and I'll I'll declare it out loud. We want the Word of God in our hand. We want it in our hearts because when we read it, I spoke about this two weeks ago, the Word of God, God says, come listen to me and your soul will delight in the richest of fare." and at our core we are soul and spirit and at our core we actually want to feed our soul and spirit. It's too easy to go and try and sort our problems out apart from the Word of God because there's so many Uh, Opportunities and so many people out there with so many different solutions, which are very good most of the time. But if we do that apart from the Word of God, then we're not really getting to who we are as beings. God breathed His breath into us, that's who we are. And the way we access the breath, we access the breath of God is through His Word, the Word of God. So we want it in our hands, we want it in our hearts. We want it in our thoughts because one of the places that the adversary, the enemy will get at us is in our thoughts. We don't want to think, you don't want to think my thoughts. I don't want to think your thoughts. You know. Whoever has that thing where thoughts come from nowhere? Yeah, sometimes they come from nowhere, but sometimes they're sent as an assignment against us to rob us of our faith and the sureness of our foundation. I want God's thoughts. God says, "My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, my ways are higher than your ways, but how gracious is He because He gives us His thoughts, and that's why it's so important to read the Word because what it does is it starts to align our thoughts up with His thoughts. You ever feel like lord i 'm just weak, i 'm not good at anything. Whoever has those sorts of thoughts I'm going to. God says, no weak people are strong people in me who are you? You are so loved that I sent my son Jesus. Ever feel like you're not worth anything? No, no, no. The Bible says you are so loved that I gave my son Jesus because I desire to be in relationship with you. There's something significant about our mouths. We do four things with words we listen to them, we understand them, we read them, and we also speak them. So if we're not speaking, the word of god out aloud we're losing 25 percent of what words are supposed to be for and bible when we start to look into it looks and talks about our mouths and our hearts pretty much the same the psalmist says may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you we want to put the two together and i think it's too easy just to, and i think for many of us the only time we sing and talk about God and speak it into the atmosphere is when we're singing these songs, you know. And that's why that song, Hall, Raise a Hallelujah, has been such a, I'll, say, I'll use the word success, but it, it, it's gone into around the world. I believe God's anointing is on that because we sing Hallelujah, which is praise the Lord. We're declaring who God is and speaking His word. Hallelujah is in the Bible. And there's something about it changing the atmosphere over our lives that pushes us into a faith and a God zone and God's able to move. Very good, thank you, Pastor Nicole. So there's something about our words, listen to this, from 1 Peter. But you, you are a chosen people. You are a royal priesthood. Do you feel like that? You might not feel like it, but it's the truth. And this is the sort of thing that the devil will come to rob you of. But we want to fill our mouths and make that declaration. When we speak in our hearts, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's special possession. Why? That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Why? That you may declare. That you may speak out. You might not be doing it to an audience. You don't need to stop people at the freezer section of coals <laughs> and declare out but you can do it in the car, you can do it over your own life, you can do it, if you want to stop the people in coals, go right ahead, just so long as God has told you to do that and you're sure about it, okay. But there's something about the spoken word, when you sing it out, when you speak it out, when you pray it out in your own life and if there's something I want to encourage you to do this morning, it's to start speaking the word of God, to start speaking your prayers out aloud. If you're praying for your brother if you're praying for your sister your children whoever you're praying whatever you're praying for maybe it's for yourself add this to what you do because the Bible is really clear what did God do God chose the spoken word word to bring creation into being of everything he could do he decided you know what I'm going to speak I'm going to speak out and God said let there be light and there was light he operates through the spoken word and we're made in his image so there's something about us that is of God and one of the highest things he gave us above every other living thing was his breath you know but the breath goes in and the breath comes out and as the breath comes out he gave us this thing as the breath comes out we can put words and we can put declarations onto the spirit of God and of every other living creature no one else has this thing like we do there's something special it's it's, it's the muscle in your body that has the highest number of nerves per millimetre of muscle fibre. Yeah, that's the second most. Yeah. So God's saying this is significant. Of everything I can give you, I am making this the most precise of what I've given you. And the Bible says, this is interesting, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Now if that doesn't tell you you need to be paying attention to this, then I don't know what else will. The power of life and death is in the tongue. And we, we concern ourselves with you know, making sure we're speaking positive words and not negative words. But I'm here to remind you this morning, if there is something that's going to come out of your mouth, make it the Word of God. Make it this thing. And really this message was born out of a, a, a vision that a, a friend of mine shared with me. And he said, uh, I, was, I was in a prayer meeting and all of a sudden I saw this vision. And sometimes God speaks to us with pictures and images. Who's who are people like that? God's yeah, all of go, bang, I can see something. And he was on a hill, big high hill, and he looked down, and there was a little boat. And the little boat was being tossed to and fro by the waters. And he's looking at the boat and he's going, Why don't you just turn into the waves? Because that's how you survive a stormy sea. And this boat was being pushed, to, it was going with the waves or to the side. And he said, turn into the, why won't they turn into the waves? He could hear himself crying out to the people. And God said, look again. And he looked again. And he could see this boat was being tossed about, it didn't have a rudder. There was no rudder for it to turn into the boat. And God, he, he said, God, what, what, what does that mean? And God, his name's James. And he said, God, you know, he said James. He said, James, read James. And he read James, and he came with this verse. It says this, A bit in the mouth of a horse controls the whole horse. A small rudder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course in the face of the strongest winds. It's something very small. It's the rudder. You are the captain of your ship, and you have hold of a rudder. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything Or destroy it. How important are the words coming out of your mouth? Sometimes we're we're too, we're too, uh, you know, we lean towards reading the Bible and putting a metaphor on it. Oh, it's a symbol for this. I don't think this is a symbol. I think it's a literal thing. Let me read a word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything, or destroy it. So you might be facing a storm at the moment. In your skilled hands, you're the captain, set a course through the strongest winds by speaking the Word of God. That'll take you through. What's coming out of your mouth? Is it defeatist? Is it negative? Is it doubt and fear? Is it totally absent of what the Word of God is? And if you're not quite sure what the Word of God is, you can Google promises of God. You can Google, who am I in God? I can give you a sheet, I don't want to. Because the Bible says it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of kings to search a matter out. And I can give it to you, but I think it's a challenge for you to go and sort and search. So easy these days, the promises of God. What's coming out of your mouth? Because we need help. We want the word of God in our mouth. The Apostle John sees Jesus in the book of Revelation. And he says this. This is what Jesus appears. His feet were like bronze going in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. Does that mean when you see Jesus, he's going to have a sword in his mouth? I don't think so. I think this is a metaphor. Yeah. What's it saying? What is that sword? It's a double-edged sword. We read Paul. The Word of God is alive and active. It's like a double-edged sword that divides soul and spirit. Only the Word of God can get into your soul and spirit and and do what needs to be done. What's Jesus saying? Jesus is saying, out of my mouth comes the Word of God. I saw Jesus and out of his mouth was a double-edged sword. I don't think we need to be really smart to work out what that is trying to tell us that the Word of God needs to be spoken aloud out of our mouth. It's got to be loud. It's got to be the breath of God coming through, and our tongue puts the words and the articulation on our faith, and we change the atmosphere around us. That's why praise and worship, we start every service with that, because praise and worship shifts the atmosphere. It invites God in. It moves aside the adversary, because the our Our adversary, the devil, doesn't like it when we're there praising God. And you can do it every day. You can do it three times a day. You can do it all the time. Romans 10 says this, The word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. Certainly in your heart, it's in your mouth. we just got to speak it out. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, There's a good thing to declare with your mouth and you don't really have to go and memorize scripture. It says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. So I've started waking up in the morning and the Bible says, take off the spirit of despair and put on the garment of praise. So I'm going, I'm putting on the garment of praise and I'm starting with Jesus is Lord. You can do it loud, you can do it soft. I'm taking the Bible literally. It just says declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved heart and mouth going together it's wonderful the Bible says your heart uh, if it hears the word of God then faith grows it also says out of the abundance of your heart your mouth speaks So my heart hears the word of God, it gets enlarged, and it speaks forth. And then my heart hears what it just spoke forth, and then it gets larger. Then it speaks, and and so on we go. There's a connection between our heart and and something about speaking out. And I think we don't do a good job of speaking out. I don't know why. Um, I do know why. It just doesn't feel right. It feels stupid, maybe. Or it feels not effective. Or it feels like it's not making a change. I'm not going to do my own. I'm going to follow God's thoughts. His ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts. With the heart you believe, with the mouth you declare. So what storms are you facing? Relationships, finance, regrets, healing, general malaise. I don't know what's going on. I just don't feel right. Salvations in your family, disappointments. A lot of these are your adversary trying to get at you to cause you to doubt, to cause you to get run down. To ca- and the Bible says you're facing a storm, get your rudder, get your mouth in gear. Start to declare the word of God, change the atmosphere around your life and you will see things shift. And in all circumstances, if there's words to speak, I want to speak the word of God, words of praise, thanksgiving, words of faith, worship, declarations. I'm going to list a few specific ones, but my personal disposition is to praise God and to worship him and as I do that I know everything else will be taken care of because when we declare these words we magnify God sometimes we're overwhelmed you feel overwhelmed and often it's not so much the problems are big but our God the image of our God is small and so when we fill our mouth with the promises of God it's like turning the telescope around you know we've got it around the wrong way and we've got it the big end and the little end and God looks so small when we praise God when we put his truth in our mouth it's like that telescope gets turned around and because we're exalting God and singing hallelujah and magnify the Lord he appears big not just big as he appears he's also big in our heart and he's big in our daily walk let me make the point again Psalm number eight this is a great garment of praise to put on in the morning I'll give you my favorite one in a minute but this isn't a bad one from Psalm 8, O oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, for you have set your glory above the heavens. That's a wonderful thing to declare. I don't know what challenge you might be going through, but that is a wonderful start. That is a wonderful scripture, a wonderful truth to put in your mouth to shift things in the spirit realm, because your adversary is trying to rob you of your faith. And you go, no. Nah, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, for you have set your glory above the heavens. And the psalmist goes on to say, For out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, that's us, when it comes to the things of God, we're babes and nursing infants, we're helpless. For out of the mouth of babes and infants, you have ordained strength. Mm. Out of our mouths, he has ordained strength. Because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When Jesus quotes that psalm in Matthew 21, all the children were making too much noise, you know, and the Pharisees didn't like that the children were praising Jesus. And Jesus quotes that and he says this, "Out of the, haven't you heard or read, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have perfected praise. The psalmist says you have ordained strength. Jesus puts his own thing on and says you have perfected praise. It's praise out of our mouths. It's worship out of our mouths. It's the truth of God out of our mouths that can shift things in the unseen world and help our, help our hearts. My favourite, I told you I'd tell you my favourite. Psalm 103. This is what I clothe my cell phone in the mornings. Praise the Lord my soul and all my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord my soul and forget not all his benefits. For he forgives all my sins Ha-ha, uh-huh. yeah, Mr. Adversary, you're trying to get at me. I'm, de- I'm declaring. He is the God who heals all my diseases. He redeems my life from the pit. He crowns me with love and compassion. He satisfies my desires with good things that my youth is renewed like the eagles. Yeah, and it didn't say doctors. it said eagles. <laughs> I just saw that in the Word of God. He wants us to be like the eagles. (laughs) Declaring the promises of God. And My heart hears that and it's strengthened. Shake off the spirit of despair, the Bible says, and put on the garment of praise. What does that look like? Go and read the last Psalms and find some verse that makes it come alive for you. Find the promises of God. God speaks about you and make it alive in your heart and alive in your mouth. There's a a wonderful story in the Gospels, and Jesus and the the apostles are in a bad storm. And the apostles are trying to do everything they can to get through the storm. And Jesus is asleep in the boat. And they're going, Jesus, don't you care? Don't you care about us? And sometimes we can go through situations and challenges, and sometimes our battles are long. I heard someone say this the other day and i thought that's that's really good he said I'm, I'm getting old he says i've learned something about battles some of them are very long there will always be another one but the battle is the lord's that's a good thing the battle is the lord's so sometimes we can feel like god is asleep in the boat we're going god don't you care about us and in this case jesus gets up and he says oh you of little faith talking to the apostles I don't know how he said it. i just put that expression on there. He might have been very nice about it. I don't know. <laughs> and then he says, this is how he does it. He speaks to the storm. Out of his mouth come these two words, be still. And the storm was still. And I wonder if he was waiting for them to take the authority that he had given them. He had, I give you the authority to cast out demons. I give you the authority To heal. He says, speak to the mountain and the mountain will move. Paul says, take up the sword of the Spirit. Declare the word of God. So sometimes we are the answer to our prayer. And sometimes maybe God's waiting for us to declare those promises, to declare the the truth, to see that storm shifted, to see those things in your life moved. And we're not, you know, it's not just about the words. Because I can give anybody a bunch of words. It's the heart of faith that comes with it. It's just this dynamic about our words into the atmosphere that tackle that unseen world. It's not my words. It's coming with the authority of Jesus. You know, I can go, speaking of the Eagles, I can go to the Eagles training and say, "I oh, run 10 laps and do half an hour of circle work. Go, Who are you? I'm not doing that. Maybe if I went and said, Adam Simpson says, you know, run ten laps, they might still look at but you know where I'm coming from. It's the authority behind the word that makes the difference. That's why you can't just sell this as a, you know, get everything fixed quick thing. All right. Unless you've got the conviction that Jesus is Lord, your heart is right, your faith is right, then we make that declaration. And the authority is, I'm not coming in my authority, I'm coming in the authority of Jesus, who has given me the authority through the Word of God to make that declaration. So Philippians 4.9, maybe you're struggling in finance. Jesus says, the Word of God says, my God shall supply all my needs out of his riches in Christ Jesus. And instead of stewing in a place of doubt and faith, I pull myself up, I take up the sword of the spirit and I declare with my mouth and speak to the storm the authoritative word of Jesus Christ because we are his loved children. We are his loved people. He's made it very clear we are more than conquerors. We are victorious. Maybe it's a fear. Psalm 27, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I'm clothing myself in a garment of praise and I'm making... A declaration. To Timothy, God did not give me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Praise God for Life Kids teachers and everybody else who out there who pumped the word of God. Because a lot of these are memory verses from when I was younger. If you're starting just now, Jesus is Lord is a good place to start. That is scripture. Sickness, Psalm 103. For he is the God who heals all my diseases. And we can go on and on. What is your particular challenge? Find the Bible verse. What does God say about it? Put it in your heart and declare it with your mouth. It is with your heart you believe. It is with your mouth you declare and you are saved. The greatest person to speak faith into your heart is you. And the beautiful thing about that is you can switch it on. It doesn't take a lot to take that step of finding a Bible verse, locating scriptures that speak of praise and worship and speaking them out. I do a lot of praying. I, I, I whisper a lot of prayers now. You know, I used to lie in my bed and pray. And now I, I just make sure I'm actually speaking them out. I don't want to wake anybody up. But I'm, I'm, speaking, I'm whispering them. All right? If I'm in the car, Jesus is Lord at that volume. When I wake up in the morning and I'm walking around on my way, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. I'm filling my mouth, I'm filling the atmosphere, I'm filling my heart with God's word. When you're reading the Bible in a year, read it out aloud. That might be a nice place to start. Attune tune yourself to the Holy Spirit as you're reading the Bible in a year. A verse might jump out, that's the one. And even if a verse doesn't jump out, God is still speaking to you and your heart and your spirit are responding. So don't be discouraged if nothing jumps out at you. I'm a firm believer the Word of God is being planted as a seed and it will bring forth a harvest at just the right time. But maybe you want to read it out aloud. Settle on a couple of scriptures and memorize them. The last six or seven psalms are great ones filled with praise filled with worship don't try and memorize all 20 verses memorize one one is great locate the promises of god praise sing aloud if you like to sing sing if you like to sing sing aloud you can sing wherever you want to god's left us his word whether it's praise worship thanksgiving or if it's a word of god for a specific thing He's left that word to be our rich garments. He's left that word to be our rudder. He's left that word to be our sword. When we put the word of God in our mouth, it's like putting a sword and a weapon in our mouth. When we put the word of God in our mouth, it's like we are on the right track. We are finding our way and steering our way through the storm. When we put the word of our God in our mouth, we are dressed for victory. All things are possible for those who believe. A wonderful way to express our belief and faith is to speak out the promises of God. Speak agreement with the Word of God and you are going to bring change to your world. You will bring strength. You'll bring connection with God. You'll bring closeness with God. You'll bring a faith that as much as the enemy or the adversary will try to take from you, won't be robbed because you are strong in the things of God. Joel, can I have you or shall I? We want this in our hand. We want it in our heart. We want it in our brain. And we need it in our mouth. Bible tells us that's how you were saved. You believe in your heart, you declare with your mouth. So let's dedicate and commit that truth to God this morning. And I want to leave just a moment now for for the Holy Spirit, because there's something I've said today that has struck a chord with you. Maybe it was right at the beginning, maybe it was right at the end, maybe it was in the middle, maybe it's the whole message, I don't know. But I know that you're in the house of God, And I know that the promise of the Holy Spirit is to lead us into all truth. I also know that the Holy Spirit knows what you need. And it comes through the Word of God. So I'll leave a bit of time for you to reflect. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you and go, that's me. That's what I need. The Holy Spirit will remind you. And then when I want to pray a prayer of dedication. So, just as the music is there, open your heart and let the Holy Spirit speak to you about this truth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are welcome. Come teach, come speak, we pray. Lord, we declare your word is holy, your word is truth, your word is powerful to indeed break every chain, every oppression, every strategy of the enemy to rob us of the victory and the freedom we have in you. We declare your word, Lord, is our source. It's our life, it's our strength, Lord. Your word is our wisdom, It's food for our soul. Seal this truth in our hearts today, Lord. Guide us as we walk. We receive it anew this morning, Lord, your word to strengthen our hearts, renew our thoughts, lift our spirits and fill our mouths. That we would speak life to every situation and circumstance with the authority and power of the word of God. Father, we take up the sword of your Spirit to lift burdens, heal bodies and minds, declare victory and freedom for all in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Just as your eyes are closed, another group of people I felt to pray for today. and You want to speak of the truth of Jesus and what he's done in your life and the things of God to to the people around you, to your family, to your friends, to your work colleagues. But you just find it so hard. You go to do it and fear of man grips you or, or, or doubt holds you back. So as we're talking about words, I want to pray this morning to free the tongues of those Who would want to and it's a desire on your heart to declare the gospel to people in your life it's a real area that you struggle with if that's you just pray to god that's me god i need your help holy spirit father for those whose desire is to speak your word in the name of jesus and by the power of the holy spirit I free those tongues now of those who would declare your gospel of truth. Anoint them, Lord. I rebuke the spirit that would bring a fear of man, and I release a boldness, a zeal for the word of God spoken into the lives of the lost. Father, clothe us with your spirit of understanding and discernment to know what, when, how to speak of you, Lord go before these people lord open doors hearts that your word would be sown into many lives bless these people with fruitfulness for the salvation of many